Hello everyone, I'm Alex, and welcome back to another episode of the Internet Sensation Podcast. In today's episode, we're going to be going over a variety of topics, mainly family channels. Uh, it's Halloween, um, and there's nothing scarier than a family channel. I generally find them terrifying. Not a fan of them. Uh, don't like them. I-, I think the whole concept of a family channel is very odd. Especially because I saw something the other day, which is one of the reasons why I started looking into family channels a bit more. I saw this person, he basically vlogged their baby being born since conception. So I don't know, maybe the first part was on Pornhub. Uh, <laughs> definitely wouldn't have been allowed on YouTube. How would you vlog that? I'm not sure. I mean, I found some weird videos uh, lately on YouTube, but I think I'm just going to kind of leave those to the main channel or when I get um, other guests on who have seen them with me. Uh, I don't really want to give away all of my dark secrets on YouTube. That There's some holes that I found of some weird content. It's not like... I mean, I was going to say it's not wrong, but that's purely debatable. Um, but moving on to what I actually came on to talk about today, uh, the LeBron family. Uh, this is tomorrow's video, actually, as you see this podcast. The LeBron family um, have been... Making odd tweets. Not really the family. Like, the kid's not doing it. That's the issue with these channels, you know. You say, oh, family. You say the family have been doing it. And it's like, not really. Like, is it the Ace family or is it just Austin? Is it the LeBron family or is it just Cole? It's always the men. It says a lot, doesn't it? Or it says a lot. Letting the side down, boys. Letting the side down with your creepy tweets. Uh, And that's what I wanted to start off with. Cole LeBron, actually. He sent out a tweet. I, I want to read it um, for full accuracy because it's probably one of the funniest tweets a YouTuber has ever just randomly tweeted out um, ever. Uh, it's uh, fucking funny. If I could find his Twitter account, he's called the Super Cole on Twitter. His bio reads, Jesus is king of my life. Then his wife is second. I love a girl. Jesus first, wife second. Um, the kids come after that as well. So, in terms of importance, you can really kind of see exactly <laughs> what it really cares about. Uh, but his tweet was hilarious. Um, in Halloween fashion, he decided to tweet something terrifying. Porn will ruin your marriage. Porn will ruin how you view women. Porn will ruin how sex was intended. Porn is the silent killer because people either don't talk about it or they actually think it's okay. This is not okay. Uh, that was um, Cole's um, tweet. Don't know what happened there. Do you reckon he was caught whacking off something incredibly inappropriate and his wife came in and went, you have ruined this marriage. What were you, what were you, what were you watching anyway? Out of curiosity. Oh no, uh, I really don't want to go into that. No, seriously, Carl, we need to be open in this relationship. What were you watching? Jesus cosplay. What? Jesus Jesus cosplay. The Lord? The Lord and Saviour, Jesus? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was. Him. Well, that's fine then, because nobody comes before God. Apart from Carl, he probably does come before God. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's I I I don't I don't mean to. If you're religious and you're watching this, I hope you understand that I'm joking. There's just 
it is kind of funny to, to take the mick out of people. So, God will forgive me. Maybe. No, he won't. If I fucking hope he doesn't. He shouldn't. If he's got anything. Any form of brains. <laughs> I've just insulted God, who may or may not exist, hypothetically, debatably, if you believe in that. And I may be proven wrong one day. Um, so, I should probably be a bit nicer. But they, it is funny to me. I think the, the idea of being like that heavily religious and then tweeting out your your tweets like it's gospel is um, just a bit wrong in a sense, you know, because you've got a very young audience and one of the reasons why, like, that tweet's kind of funny, but he's also made a bunch of tweets about depression where he basically goes on to be like, oh, man, well, if you're depressed, just pray more. And you've got a young audience and you're basically raising them on the idea that if God doesn't forgive them or speak to them, then they're fucked. And that probably makes somebody who's depressed feel worse. Like, if I go, God, please, I don't want to be depressed anymore. And God goes, don't know about that one, Chief. Um, don't know about that one at all. I'd probably be like, oh, oh I, I think I think my actually have gotten worse. Because I seem to have been abandoned. But not just all of everybody, but all of God. So, that's just uh, a few of my thoughts on uh, Carla Bryant. He just has the weirdest tweets, but I've got a video coming out on it which goes into a lot more detail, so you guys could watch that. And hopefully, um, that would be uh, funny and not mean. It's hard. There's a big line in comedy, I think. Um, a lot of people know, like, I've met Carla Bryant. He seemed like a nice guy. His tweets are just fucking hilarious. So I want to take the piss out of it. Um, he's also got an incredible past on YouTube, which, uh, I'll delve more into. But I, I do think it's interesting that, like, these family channels, they portray themselves as such clean-cut people, and they tweet about porn and how depression is in your head, and God will be the only one who can fix it. And that is one of his tweets. So, it's odd, because obviously, you kind of look at that, and you've got to think in a kind of way that they raise a kid like that. Like, if you're willing to tweet that, then you must be raising your kid that way. You must be saying to your kid, Oh, yeah, if you don't you don't pray, you are fucked. And, I don't know, like, basically saying that mental health is, like, not a chemical imbalance and it's just an imbalance of your beliefs is f- a fucking terrifying way to try and convert people, number one. Um, well, it probably works. I- I- I'm sure a lot of people do turn... Um, to God at a certain point because they've got nothing else left to, to do. You know, they just want to get out of it. So I, I do think it's wrong to like tweets like that. You know, it's not the way to go about it. Um, it's just, it's a bit messed up, all right, to, to be doing stuff like that, Carl Brandt. So, you know, just, you know, calm down a bit. Stick to porn tweets. But the thing is with the porn tweet, right, as much as, um, his tweet was fucking hilarious. Some of the replies are amazing. The first comment. Nah, bro. <laughs> Me and my husband both like titties. Brilliant. Um, that's just your opinion, man. If porn ruins your marriage, it wasn't that great of a marriage to begin with. Um, which is pretty funny. Porn is a silent killer. 
but raising your innocent children on the internet and removing their autonomy and privacy for monetary gain is a-okay. Yeah, well, that's my opinion on family channels. I think the idea of, like, basically sticking cameras in your kids' faces for their entire lives and growing them up as freaks, like circus freaks, and they'll be known as circus freaks at school, um, I don't think that's a good idea. I think you should try and give your kids a normal life. You chose fame. They didn't. So, you should get that camera out of their fucking eyes, mate. Especially when they're, like, a kid. Like, the amount of times they've literally made their kids cry on camera for views is, like, odd. One of their recent videos was basically that. And I was watching it, and I was like, you're just trying to make your kids sad for the vlog. It's very odd. This is my favourite one. Shauna Coralie. It's really sad to see all these comments. People love their sin and will say anything to justify it. I completely agree with you. It really does destroy relationships and marriages. I've seen it happen too many times. Now, I actually was interested to see what Shauna was doing. So I went on her profile. And one of the first things she says on here is, Loving and living for Jesus. Also, you can't be a fan of Jesus Christ. And support homosexuality. So, Shauna's coming in with those ones. You know, no porn and no gays. Some of them would say those two go hand in hand. Moving on to the next piece, uh, which is also on family channels, just to kind of keep it topical. Uh, the LeBron family obviously did all their funny tweets, but oh, the Ace family, man, they just don't stop. They've had some pretty rough dramas recently, but then there's ones, and I'm just looking at it, and I'm thinking, are you trying to catch a case? Are you trying to on purposely make everybody hate you? Are you trying to be fucking freaks? Is that what you're trying to do? Because it's weird, man. It's weird. Some of the stuff they post is weird. They basically uploaded a video the other day called Writing Halloween Costumes with My Daughter. Seductive. Now, I just read a comment. I did a video on this as well. I just read a comment where somebody said that it was originally sexy. They changed it three times. And they got it wrong every time. How would you get it wrong every time? How would you go, oh, sexy, maybe we'll uh, tune it down to seductive. Or maybe we'll just get rid of it. <laughs> maybe we'll remove that word from the title. How would you get it so wrong? <laughs> and how do you not realise that putting a video up with your daughter in it and sexy in the title is going to not go down very well? And it's not the first time he's been done in for making like sexual jokes around kids and then putting it in like the vlog or on Snapchat. But these people just never learn, I assume. Huh? Don't learn anything from, I don't know, sexual jokes about kids? I mean, come on, man. Like, there's, there's low and there's that. And if you watch the video, it's just Austin gawking over his wife, who he apparently cheats on all the time, allegedly. <laughs> so it's an odd concept, because I'm watching it and I'm thinking, God, you're pretending that you actually like her, but... But everybody basically accuses you of serial cheating on her, mate. So, you quite clearly can't like her that much. And he's just like, slaps her ass in front of the kids. And it's, and then, not even just that, but slaps her ass on the vlog. Like, what? It's a family channel. I'm sure you're on Google Preferred. It's amazing that shit like that, that's allowed. But people just making edgier jokes, being funny. Nah. Nah, not allowed. Slapping asses in front of kids? Oh, yeah. Put that on YouTube, mate. That's what we all want to see. 
I just can't believe that that is something that people can do and get away with. But at the same time, at this point, YouTube is um, amazing. It's the only word I have for it. Because then they always come out and I send a tweet out being like, you don't understand our family. You don't know what we do. You don't know how we live our lives. It's like, well, apparently, um, being sexual in front of your kid. Because you've always got to think, if that's what they show on the vlog, what doesn't make the cut? What's in between the cuts from that video? There's one where he goes and he picks up his wife and he like, picks her up by the ass, And then it cuts. And I'm thinking, did he just have sex with her? In like a two minute cutscene. Is it far fetched? I don't think so. I think it's perfectly reasonable that that's what he did. And the thing is, that's the master of cuts, man. Anything can happen between them. Nobody knows what happened between the cuts. Just like on this podcast. Normally, I just get a phone call. But yeah, it's um, it's amazing to say the least. I I can't really believe the fact that. He even thought that was a good idea. Because you know it's all Austin. Like, you know it's all Austin. It's definitely not the wife. It's definitely Austin, man. Making weird shit like that. I don't know what it is with adults on social media, but they are just so odd. Like, for example, I've been on TikTok a lot recently. I just hit 200,000 followers. So thank you very much if you're part of the I'm Alex Army over on there. Um, We are strong. But yeah, I hit 200k followers on TikTok. And I was scrolling through, and I found this guy, like, duets with, like, 16-year-old girls. He's, like, 50. And it's just a weird concept, isn't it? Like, why are you doing that? For the whole world to see. Like, that's public, mate. And he'll, like, shout out girls' profiles on there and be like, Oh, um, they need our love, so give them a follow. And it's like, yeah, that's exactly what they need. Your love. Um, probably anything but. Like, he did a duet, this guy. I did a video on it with Will. I don't know if it's going to get uploaded, though, because it was kind of a bit... We were trying to figure out exactly what we were watching. But... <laughs> the guy, like, chokes out this girl. He's, like, 14. On TikTok. And I suppose, luckily, it's it's a duet, so it's not real. But it's, like... It's, like, what are you doing? Why are you posting on the internet? People post the weirdest shit. I mean, I post on TikTok, but it's not quite to like that extent. Why TikToks are funny? I'm not like trying to like sexually assault people on there, <laughs> but apparently it does well. So don't do that. I'm joking. It's not. A, I'm not an advocate for that. I'm quite the opposite, actually. Um. Yeah, TikTok is a weird one, man. I love the app so much, but there are, like, so many weird, like, families on there. There's, uh, there's like, a hundred videos on there to do, and I will get around to them eventually. Like, if you think family channels on YouTube are weird, the family channels on TikTok are, like, even stranger. Because there's always, like, these hot mum checks. Hot mum check! And then, like, this, like, 14-year-old boy will, like, slap his mum's ass and, like, kiss her. And it's like, what? And it's done to, like, a cool trend, and then Americans like it. Always the fucking Americans, innit? I've said this about YouTube, it's the Americans, man. What is wrong with you lot? <laughs> I'm joking again. But, there's some truth to that. The Americans allow the weird shit to pass, man, all the time. You could do freak shit over on 
American YouTube and TikTok. Especially TikTok, man. Like, the hot mum checks are always weird. It's like kids who want to fuck their mums. And then they post it, and people reply in the comments going, yeah, I would if I was you. And you're like, what? What is this? It's a whole side of the internet that um, I'm definitely not constantly looking at. But I think the hot mum check stuff, I think that's a video in itself. Like, I, I do want to do a video on the um, hot mum check videos just to see these kids, like, weirdly, like, lust over their parents. Because um, it is fucking weird, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, I'm scared. At this point on YouTube, I have... There are so many things you could say that are controversial, right? That, to me, just aren't controversial. And one of them is saying that Americans thinking that they can fuck their mums is a bad idea. I'm worried that that won't go down well. I'm worried that people in the comments will be like, actually, in the state of Arkansas, fucking your mom is an incredibly ordinary thing to do. And you are being culturally insensitive right now. Have you ever tried? Maybe you wouldn't knock it unless you tried it. That's the impression of my audience in America. <laughs> I'm joking. I've met a lot of you guys at VidCon. You're lovely people. <laughs> and you probably don't fuck your mums. Well, that was a tangent. Wasn't it? Uh, that was a tangent and a half. Away from the Ace fam and the LeBron fam. One of the things about the Ace Family video, actually, that I didn't get to touch on, is the fact that Austin is just obsessed with saying the word sexy. Like, all the time. Like he's 12. Which sums up the channel, and the reason why he thinks saying sex is funny. Like, he says sexy, and he goes, <laughs> and it's like, oh, you fucking loser. So, yeah, people, for some reason, in certain parts of the world, just haven't developed <laughs> any form of, like, comedy, so they just think that, like, bad words is funny. Like, I always think that that's so cheap when people just like swear words and sex, and that's comedy, and that's like it's like wow, you've got a fucking dictionary, mate. Well done. Oh, it's a bad word, so I'm gonna say it in front of my kids on the on the on the vlog, even though it's funny because I know I shouldn't be saying it with my kid. Anyway, I fuck I don't like those family channels. Oh, not something I could ever watch. Who does watch them? The thing is, I saw like Alex Stan tweet the Ace family saying, oh, you were very nice in your recent vlog. And I was thinking, Catherine is lovely. I like her. But watch a family channel that doesn't have Austin in it. Because he's fucking terrified. He scares me, man. Like, every time I watch their videos, he, de he generally, I wish it was a joke, but he terrifies me. I feel actually in fear of him. Also, because I've seen him in real life and he could beat me up. A lot. He really could. But anyway, that's the uh, Ace Family stuff. Um, I want to move on uh, to uh, some more positive stuff, actually, that's happened this week. Uh, it's all about uh, me. Uh, because I want to say thank you, actually. Um, number one, let's talk about the Highlights channel. Highlights channel took off recently, so thank you very much. Um, I appreciate you guys showing love over there. Uh, I understand that the... Episodes have been infrequent, and let's face it, that's always pretty normal. Um, I mean, they still go up every week, but in terms of the schedule, there just isn't one. 
just expect them to go up every Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday. Those are the days that I find easiest to do. It's been very hard recently because I had a lot of guests planned, but then a lot of people going on holiday, and also I'm trying to get a studio. And main channel videos have kind of racked up because it's the last quarter for YouTube stuff, which means that I'm actually getting sponsors now. So I've got a lot of um, videos to make to be able to afford to turn everything on. Um, to make up for the fact that obviously it's been a bit all over the place, uh, I just bought a new camera and a new microphone for the guest. So we're going to have two Shure SM7Bs and two Sony A7R Mark IIs for anybody who's a camera nerd. Uh, that's what I currently shoot on because I like them a lot means yeah, it'll both be in 4k and also i've got to set up my pc so i can export these quicker because that's a big problem um and as well as that i've just been trying to live my life we've been playing football a lot more recently uh going out everybody's um doing lots of stuff featuring other people's stuff so it's just kind of a busy time uh and i've got pretty poor time management which is one of the reasons why i want a studio so i can kind of fix that so i apologize for that but um i'm working on it and I promise you, at one point, there'll be more than just me working on this. So it'll be a lot easier to kind of run it. So there'll be a team of people who can kind of get it done. Um, but I, I really am looking forward to turning this into something um, different to what I've done before. And uh, I've got some big plans, so I'll keep an eye out. I appreciate it. And uh, it just takes time because I've got to invest into it. And, you know, it's got to be something that's worth the investment and currently you guys showed so much incredible support on it but i couldn't say thank you enough and i appreciate all the people listening as regularly as you do so because uh it really does go a long way um especially because recently i got to go and do some proper presenting work on television which is a crazy sentence i can't believe i'm even saying that honestly um it still doesn't feel real it still hasn't kind of really set in that it's happened it happens a lot on youtube it takes me a while to realise what I've got. And then when I realise it, I'm like, wow. Um, bloody hell, wasn't that fucking cool? And wasn't it cool to try to say that I did that? And I went and presented on Saturday Social Sky Sports. Which is a show that my friend Joe Tomlinson and um, Adam J. Smithy host. Uh, you can follow him on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, you should do so. Um... If you're a football fan, because I, I've I grew up on football. I live for football. I love playing it. I'm actually doing it straight after this podcast. Uh, I'm a huge football fan. I've been all my life, and it's something that I haven't really been able to kind of follow as closely ever since. I, I kind of got more into like the commentary stuff because it just I got to work and football kind of got pushed to the side. So to be able to come and kind of do like that full circle thing where through the YouTube channel I managed to land a, like a slot on Sky Sports to talk about football to talk about my football club and how much I love it and how great it is to be a Chelsea fan at the moment it was a huge moment for me very big moment um, to get number one proper work <laughs> um, you know it's nice and number two to be able to do that that's been a dream of mine I always knew I wouldn't make it as a footballer but I always like the idea of being able to talk about it. It's always been something that I've wanted to do. Uh, which is why originally a lot of people know that I started off streaming FIFA. So to kind of go the long way around and be able to do that has been um, uh, one of the greatest gifts that I could ever have got from YouTube. And I'm incredibly in debt to you guys for the fact that I've been able to do that. That was like my ultimate goal. Genuinely. So I don't know where do we go from here. Um... 
And it's been a big week for stuff like that, because I also met one of my current heroes at the moment, who is Tammy Abraham, who is currently the striker number nine for Chelsea Football Club. I met him at the Call of Duty Modern Warfare uh, release date party, um, which is also huge. I've, I grew up on COD. That's the reason I started YouTube. So it's been a mental week from being invited to play COD first and early to then meeting the number nine of the football club I've been supporting my whole life. He's currently the top goal scorer in the Premier League. I'm getting a picture of him. And he's so much taller than me. And then to be on Sky like four days later to be able to talk about the club and football. That's mad to me. Um, so that's a lot of stuff that just hasn't really set in. And I get to do that for a job because of you guys. Um, so I do appreciate it. Which is one of the reasons why I was like, oh fuck, I better invest a bit more money into it. Um, to, to pay you guys back, I want to be able to make better stuff. So there you go. And it wouldn't be possible without you. So thank you very much for that. Um, it really does mean a lot to be able to do those things because I really could never have dreamed of even being anywhere close to having the opportunity to do even one of those, let alone to do it as quickly as, as this. Like I've, what I've been, I think my my channel hit five years on the day creation, but it's been like around just just about three years of making videos on the I'm Alex channel, like commentary videos. So that's mad, man, in three years to be able to pull that off. I can't believe it. I really can't. Uh, it absolutely amazes me that this is something that I get to do consistently and to, to be able to do it in the way that I have, where it's kind of been on my terms. has been. I'm very lucky, is what I'm trying to say, so thank you. I do appreciate it. And, um, yeah, it was it was very nice to be able to do that. Because... Um, I also had a thing with Newsround come out as well, which is crazy, man. I used to watch Newsround every morning before I went to school. It's now like an online thing. It's on Instagram. Uh, I recorded a bit with them for like a, like a year ago, and they finally posted it on Newsround, which was pretty cool. Um, well, they just interviewed me about YouTube. And it was when I was on like my highest viewed month. So I'm like, yeah, I'll get 16 million views a month. And um, I looked at that now, and I was like, God, can we get back to that? That's the goal, man. <laughs> Go back to that to that news round one. Um, but yeah, it was uh, it's been it's been a cool week for like personal achievements. Uh, so that's been nice, and uh, it's definitely a lot more um positive uh, than family channels and thumbnails. Uh, so there you go. Anyway, I'm gonna quickly take a break. Um, and restart the camera. And uh, we'll be back after the break to talk about, well, mental health again, really. Um, and some comments I read that uh, moved me, to say the least. So, see you guys in a second. Hello everyone, I'm Alex, and welcome back uh, to this episode of the Internet Sensation Podcast. Uh, this one, <clears throat> this is a weird one. So, I was recently on Happy Hour again. Um, which I've been doing regularly, which is another podcast. So if you love podcasts, it's hosted by Jackmate, Stevie White, and Duty Rhino, also known as Jordan. They're a great group of lads, and you guys would love listening to that. They have incredible chemistry. Um, and I went on to replace Stevie, uh, which is easy because he, he doesn't do anything. So I went on to replace Stevie. Uh, we did an episode 
on there on Happy Hour, we talked about mental health for like an hour and a half. I know I talk about it a lot, so some people are going to be like, oh, well, when don't you? And that's one of the things I want. I really want to bring to light, if I can, in my YouTube career. Mental health is a, is a big thing that I think needs a lot of attention paid to it all the time. And a lot of people say that, yeah, you, what's the point in raising awareness, something that everybody already knows about? It's not about that. It's about um, never forgetting it. You know, people know it exists. But just because you know it exists doesn't mean that, you know, you're not looking out for your friends, for family. you got to keep an eye out for people. Because you can tell if you pay attention. And that's one of the reasons why I like talking about it so much. I think it, it bumps people's minds to keep an eye out for that, for that and even for themselves man Cause sometimes you don't even realise you're going down a pathway that you know is going to be really shitty so some of the things that I like to talk about but I opened up for the first time ever in my life about this time I had where I went like a few months I can't remember the time frame because it was just kind of a blur four or five months, and I still have effects to this day of not being able to eat anything. Um, now, I, I briefly went into it on an old, old, old Campcast episode. Uh, it was the chicken nugget story, if you remember it. I basically told a story about how I can only eat chicken nuggets, and it kind of became a bit of a joke, because that's funny, obviously. Like, the idea that it's, it's like the man who can only eat chicken nuggets. It sounds like a, a commentary title. And we all laughed, and it was very funny. Um... But it was like a genuine problem that I used to have. <laughs> I'm glad I can laugh at it now. I really am. At the time, it was fucking terrifying. <laughs> it was not fun at all. But I was at a very low point. I don't think I've ever been lower than that in my life. I was so much like, oh man, I'm never going to be able to do anything. Life is fucked. If only that guy could have seen where, where I am now this past week, he'd probably be... He'd probably go, no way. And that's the thing, life changes, man, all the time. Um, it really does. But I opened up about having this like, eating disorder and having to go. I had to get therapy uh, because I was like, I, I don't know what it is. I, I don't know what changed. And I still struggle with the effects to this day. Like, um, I really struggle to get an appetite. If I'm feeling anxious, it kills my appetite dead. Which is hard because I feel anxious when I make videos, when I edit, when I do podcasts, um, when I go outside. So you're seeing that there's like a limited option of times where I actually feel hungry. So a lot of the times I kind of have to like ease myself into eating. I can never really finish a portion, which was never like me. I used to always finish everything I would eat. I can't do that anymore. Um, because I've eaten such smaller and smaller meals as time's gone on that I've just got used to eating smaller portions. Which is one of the reasons why I'm always tired. So I'm still feeling the effects of this day. It kind of fucks my life up a lot. And I hadn't really spoken about it. But I went down and read the comments, man. And I, and I, and I promise, I, I, one of the things I'll say is I didn't actually... I didn't actually want to read the comments because I was generally like kind of terrified of um, seeing what people had to say because I thought it would just be people being like oh you're a fucking loser you're a pussy um, get a life but it's probably the most positive comment section I've ever seen um, 
and it was nice. It was very nice to see such heartwarming responses by him, genuinely. Um, one of the comments says, You barely hear guys speaking up about eating disorders, so this is really brave and encouraging for others to hear. Which uh, really meant a lot. Uh, anorexia is the worst thing I've ever been through, sending all the love. This video might be the biggest step in making me go get some help. Which, um, that, is a, that means a lot, man. Um, a lot of people obviously saying like, oh, you're a hero and you're brave. Um, I don't, I don't obviously <laughs> think I'm any of those two things. Um, but at the same time, one of the things that I've learned through YouTube is that being open about those things and those experiences only can help people. So there's no reason to keep them quiet. And I think after I changed that out outlook, I made myself a lot happier. Um, I'm not really much of a private person when it comes to stuff like that because I understand that it would have meant a lot to me if somebody who I looked up to and watched had spoken up about things like this so when I see those comments it, like, it was terrifying going on there every time I walk away from doing one of those podcasts where I really talk about actually something that genuinely affected me I just think man people are just going to try and use this to f piss me off uh, or fuck with me and I just regret it normally. And then I see all the comments and it's like, man. There are so many people who I can help. And that is like one of the best things about this. So. I generally like teared up when I read the comments, man. It was, um. It was a, it was a lot to read um, about something that I don't, I didn't really talk about. Because I remember at the time, like, when my mates kind of realised that something was wrong and they came to me and were like, look, we're all, we all have problems, mate, and we all get help for them, and, and so should you. And that was a big moment for me. And I, I like to read the comments and see that people got that through that episode because I remember when my mates did that for me, that was a big thing. So I, I, I want to say, if you are somebody who is struggling with anything, it doesn't have to be an eating disorder, um, you should get help for it. Because there is help available, and I know people can say like, "Ah, oh, therapists are shit," and so on and so forth. It's better than nothing. All I will say is, just don't pray. <laughs> just don't pray. <laughs> that probably won't help, but it, it might. So you can't be like, you can't knock it completely. But yeah, thank you very much. Um, for everybody who uh, watched that episode and, and said such kind of things because I really didn't think that um, it would go that way so I, I appreciate it yeah, I really do because a lot of people like I'm skinny I'm small and it, and I can't put weight on because I can't eat properly and I try to man I, I want to be a bigger guy <laughs> um I'm hungry now, actually. I should get something to eat. But I've got to do the podcast first. But, um, yeah, it's been something that I've struggled with for a long time. And um, it sucks, man, because it's like things where people would take me out to eat places and I just wouldn't want to order and then people get angry at me. And I'd be like, I've got, a, like, a problem. And the thing is with eating disorders, like, people don't really... They think you're just... It's like depression, man. People look at it and they go, well, I can't see it, 
So, and you don't look really skinny, so you can't, like, you can't be that bad. And I used to get that a lot from people, and it used to make me feel like fucking shit. Um, but luckily, I don't have any of those people in my life anymore, because I fuck those people off. So, you know, you win some. You win some. But yeah, that was, um, that was my, uh thing I wanted to talk about, about the uh, eating disorder and happy hour, because I really appreciate it. Um, moving into something else that's uh, really cool, actually, uh, is Team Trees. Now, I meant to do a video for this. Um, I don't think there's a deadline for helping the planet. Uh, and I've seen a lot of people get angry at people who haven't donated. I'm still trying to figure out a good idea. Everybody's made such great videos on Team Trees, that now I feel like there is so much pressure to make something great. Which sucks. I might just um, go out and I was going to say plant a million trees, but Elon Musk has done that now. So what? I can't. What am I going to out donate Elon Musk? <laughs> it's not going to happen. I'm still working my Team Trees video. I, I, I will get around to it eventually. I promise. But uh, Mr. Beast, he called me up actually and was like, "Man, we're going to save the planet." And I was like, I, "If anybody can do it, it's you. <laughs> if anybody's going to pull this off, it's definitely him. Huge from him, man." I think they've planted over, like, 7 million trees, which is mental. That is absolutely crazy, and he should be over the moon with himself, man, because that is mental of him to do. He literally has gone and made a huge impact on saving the world, man. 8.3 million trees planted. Elon Musk, Jack Dorsey... Mr. Beast, Alan Walker, Mr. Beast again, Ukraine, 50,000 trees. It's not the country Ukraine, is it? It might be, Jeffree Star. <laughs> yeah, man, it's just, um, it's wild just to see all these people come together and do something so great. And it, one of the reasons why I think it's such a positive thing is because it shows that there's, there's solid, solidarity in YouTube, and that people can work together to do something great. Because I think a lot of the time YouTube is so divisive. I mean, I went and slacked off a bunch of family channels for a while. But then you see something like Team Trees, man, and it, and it really restores your faith in humanity, as much as that sounds dumb. But that's it for this episode of the Internet Sensation Podcast. Thank you guys so much for watching it. If you guys did enjoy it, don't forget to listen to it on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. That would be great. You should do so. And um, I'll see you guys in the next one. Peace out, people.